0: Blog Talk Radio. All right, now it's Chris. And you're live with everybody. everybody. So yeah. Hi everybody. And we are with us again. Up. Stefano Paris. Hi Pirates, Power uh, players. Got two people watching, then that might be me and Chris. <laughs> yeah. I'm. Yeah. I'm a prankster. I'm not getting that up No, no, no. That's I think be Okay, cool. All right, so we are here with Pirates uh, and kitty cat. Yes, and yeah, let's do this on next. What have we been doing lately? First and we were on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're back. And now we're back. to the line. what else can we say about that? I think. Starting the drinks with the boys and wrestling. All right. Um, yeah. So, that's in vacation. Getting ready for October. Up to those interesting things. Right? Um, we got a lot of work. none of us actually have a tell yet or anything. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I think we're. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that by and large we're going to have to uh, wait another two weeks when we we'll come back to do. Another condition of the month. Well, we can't cover it We're meeting with them this Friday to okay. get it. That has no content schedule. This is supposed to be our easy month. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We what forget it exists. I'm thinking that we so only have two weeks in September. <laughs> Totally not with No. I walked out of here without doing little a lot of things this morning, but I thought I was going to be it. It a joke. Don't have a problem with it. Anyway, what do we have to Sorry, are you ready? You have the script front for you. May I start with a joke? Yes, you may. I want to start with a joke. See, my mama, I was raised, I, I, I know you guys can't see me, but I look young for my age. <laughs> But, no, I was raised raised in the age of pirates of I was also raised in the, uh, or I also raised in the age of pirates who don't do anything. So we uh, we did pirate jokes and my got to see okay, you guys ready? <clears throat> um why are pirates with poor navigational skills so bad at the alphabet? Because they get lost at C. Something to do with an R or C. yeah. There you go. Your <laughs> <present>. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll do a great start. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, <laughs> <to> everybody. Oh, <laughs> well, and, and we're going to see Ronald. Yeah, so uh, I guess, you know, of events coming up, we don't, we, we do have, like, at the end of the month, we're going to be doing our I got that. We're going to be doing <laughs> our market uh, at Flower Seed Market. Uh, yeah, Flower Seed Market. That's going to be coinciding <laughs> with Chester Fest or whatever it is down there in Chester. It's going to be Saturday. Yeah. Oh. Um Let's <laughs> see. Um, the twenty-second. Um, the churches First right Oh yeah, October twenty second. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we yeah, we got our our, our Care benefit tour that's going to be on Saturday, October twenty second. It's going to be our Churchill Chiller's tour, and every uh, all the ticket sales are going to be going to support Spirit Care. So we hope that you can sign out for that. And uh, you have my document? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So much so that we're not quite ready to talk about you. Yeah, so there, there. are four of them. Almost there. There. Almost there that we are working with very many of the And hopefully soon we'll be able to launch those things. Yep. Yeah. We'll oh. probably wind up announcing that before we actually do our next show, but we'll make sure mm-hmm. that we do talk them That's We will. Yep. All right. So, of course, we talked about some pirates already. Blackbeard and uh, Captain kids with... Um, of our um, ghostly water range and shipyards winter. So we're going to talk about two more along. them Mark here locally uh, on the East Coast. we we'll don't that way. Um, but it was kind of interesting to into these, these other pirates. Of, so of course, there's always something fascinating about those who make a living in the country to get We're not referring to those who engage in trading, great forces of the world but their lives are certainly been in danger so no, we're talking about that different breed standard those who engage in less than legal practices often trained on those who engage an arguably really far more legal in business that said they were also still lived by a code and a strict set of rules about what was allowed and what what regular foul with your early too through the lens of what history of pirates still instantly, a sense of fascination on small photo sessions. Whether their legacies are romanticized or scorned is often what the particulars of those yeah, in terms of personal personality and personality value for the eyebrow. All right, so often of these tales brief beyond what can easily be explained as they dive into paranormal realms. Stories of pirates who would not be stopped simply because they were dead. The question of these is that haunting tales can t- be taken at face value, or if they should be taken at, as exaggerations in a given kind of flesh, or death is something that can be stated. Regardless of where the line falls between the truth and tall tales, stories are still coming. So tonight, we have assembled a collection of pirates and ghosts for you. We'll leave it up to you if you want to search out these, these pirates and cancers for yourself, but we're all finished. Now, before we dive right in, of course, um, there is one note of a major omission. Okay. And that's what we've to, because we already talked about it. Don't need to. We, uh, we, we talked about it point. Yeah. We right. featured them on our haunted
1: Beaches episode on May
0: 25th, fifth, 20- twenty. And again on our Haunted Outer Banks episode on August seventeenth. So if you want to talk about or hear tales of like the most famous pirate of you can go ahead and go back to check out those episodes. Being a famous idiot, he certainly has a plenty of stories about him, which he has. And it is time to talk about some of those other pirates, some of which you have heard of them. Oh, of that, um, you know. Undoubtedly. Boys, you are not allowed to knock over the ornament. That will be some slum and make you walk this night. Oh, see the right. plank. the was a myth. <laughs> Oh <Sorry. laughs> no. Anyway, on. moving on. So we are going to go ahead and we're going to start down at Lake Point Garden. Now this is a historic waterfront park in on the Charleston Battery and it is full of leafy trees, ocean breezes, and the souls of the dead, according to ghost hunters. These romantic gardens with views of the Ashley River and Charleston Harbor, the of grim history that took place here in centuries past. Numerous pirates had their mortal lives draw to a close here at the end of a noose during the 18th century, with one of the most notable pirate executions to be that of Steve Bonnet and his entire crew. They were all hung out here in the oak trees in the year 1718 and at night their screams are still said to ring out across the park. There have been whispers of apparitions of their cadavers gently slaying and breathe, their eyes alive only terror. Steve and his crew are far from the only pirates who are said to haunt the Charleston area. Not far from the White Spring Garden is the historic Cutter magazine. The name can be a little misleading as the structure has seen much more than the story of gunpowder. Great fits of violence have occurred around here as well, leading many to believe that the, uh, the Power Magazine is one of the most haunted places in Charleston. Of the many ghosts around the Power Magazine, few are quite as famous, though, as that. And Bonnie. Yes. Bonnie is easily one of the most famous female parents that ever break the seven feet, and she is remembered for being quite the handful during her day. No one knows exactly what she was born, but we do know, do know that she was born in Kinsale, Ireland around 1597. She was an illegitimate child of her father, William, uh, William Cormack, who was a lawyer, and her mother married Brennan, who was his servant. Cormack's wife wasted no time going public with the affair that her husband had. This made him lose his credibility altogether. He ended up marrying Brennan, and he took her to Indiana and hit America together. They settled in Charleston, South Carolina. This would be just the beginning of a new life for Anne Bonnie. Now, Mary Brennan died when Anne was a teenager, and Anne had to take over when it was time to help her father around the house. Her responsibilities in the home front didn't shield Anne from earning a fiery reputation in the community. Phrase went all over the city about Anne and her temper. temperament. It was said that she murdered one of her servants by stabbing her to death, and she beat and stabbed a young man so badly that he was put in the hospital. It was only later that it came out that the reason behind her attack was that she was actually uh, that he was actually trying to hold her. So Anne. So, yeah. Real to answer that. Now, that said, Anne was not afraid to fall in love with When she was now sixteen years old, she met pirate James Bond. He was just after one thing, and that was her father's money and estate. Her father did not agree with their relationship at all, as we can imagine, and he knew that something was off with Jane. They ended up getting married against her father's wishes, and Jane swept Anne away to New Providence in the Bahamas, which was a pirate hideout at the time. Jane couldn't make ends meet as a small-time pirate, so he became an informant for the governor, a career choice that angered Anne, and she preferred the company of pirates to anyone else particularly the government. Anne decided to take things into her own hands and left her husband for another pirate, Calico Jack Rackham. Now Calico Jack was known for his attacks on coastal ships, so he didn't make a lot of money as a pirate either. His relationship between Anne and Rackham was not public, but she did become pregnant with his child. No one truly knows what happened to their first child, for rumors say that and died in Birmingham. Things began to get tougher for Anne, and she ended up meeting another female pirate named Mary Reed. Rackham was jealous of their relationship, but the three of them were a force to be seconded. Still, their luck eventually ran out, and they were captured. Rackham was executed, but Anne and Mary managed to pull off their own meeting uh, with the hangman by claiming that they were both pregnant. Mary died in prison, likely as a result of complications of pregnancy and or childhood. So However, Anne's death was not confirmed she quietly slipped out of the historical record, maybe some to believe that her eventual execution was fully recorded, while others think that she was freed by her well-to-do father to live a long, happy, and quiet life back in Charleston. Regardless of when and how Anne met her end, many believe that her spirit returned to Charleston, the city where she spent so many years of her life. Her spirit seems to be searching for someone in the area around the powder magazine, or maybe she is looking for some powder to cause a little she's also believed to have been spotted at Charleston's famous Pink House. This was part of, her, this part of her story. Assumes that she married a recumbent man and lived out her life as a tavern keeper after escaping the same fate. house. Oh. While well, Anne's parody career only spanned a few years, her ferocity and love for life on the high seas has helped cement Anne and her spirit place in history. And one of them yeah. yeah. Alright, the Carlton legend at Fox Island, and Rhode Island. Uh, from 12 miles off the of Rhode Island seven. This It's a an New England mystery. All is flashing and 17 miles away. East is charm, term dotting the island's dramatic love. An air of relaxation floating in on the Atlantic region. This is also a forest carriage division. Six. This serves as the backdrop to the story of a pirate who long ago feels his fate and is now doomed to release the torch. The residents of Block Island know the story well. It's evolved with such consistency that one would not dare to count the validity of where the sound comes from. Pirate's name working. hey, it's me! <laughs> <laughs> And he was among the lesser educated members of the community, learning him uh, to rely on the sea for uh for his keep. This was not a very prosperous thing, and he was short of his manners and personality. What he found to the better was the work of a private peer. Now Lee's ship was more than a Spanish port when a Spanish where of his impending trip to America stopped passage. One luck, and Lee knew that the woman was quite excellent. Her purse was plumped with currency and her jewels right to the house. He immediately accommodated her leave he, and even agreed to transport her white stallion away. fear. here, this was a bounty from him. No taking another ship, because booty had willingly come to him. He set sail as soon as they were out of of land, and we men staff and service and their feet, following when after the thereby smashing some of the Though so alarmed, the woman kept her head and was able to elude me and left overboard to avoid the fate that one of postponed In anger, Lee had the horse turned over the side of the ship. Without <laughs> a stand-away, the horses shrieked and stilled through the But all soon, everything was quiet. Then, just to the drinking and gambling, pressed to the in well, as the drinks flowed and the emotions ran high, especially when it came time to get after ill gotten to an argument occurred, and we stabbed one of them around and then occurred what we Yeah, I mean, I, I think that Henry's more upset about the force, yeah. I, it's yeah, it's the the true, yeah. 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 Wasted, they're yeah. Anyway. Oh okay. cool. Okay. It wasn't long before they found themselves on the shores of Block Island. There, in the close of darkness, they bought ashore their bounty and buried it. It saved enough pain for silence and welcomeness to leave for the next year. During the surprise and plundering, the word had leaked to the authority of the pirates warehouse, clean the men cast full sail on the ship, sent it to sea, unmanned, to create a virgin, the They were now cast on the island at the Another year passed as we was soaking up some libations of his men along the bluffs one night and went over the dark horizon in a spot of light. Very nit- minute at first, he saw larger by the second. Before long, it was a common and full view with their ship, plane, bearing down towards them on a furious cliff. Charles Freebruder shared- stared into disbelief the- as the vessel came through the shore near the bluff, Shivering white horse, door bolted up the ledge towards the frightened throne, and then shied frantically from the night cave that we, being a brave leader, stopped up their fear in mountains of value at, night. at once, it took off carrying the pirate and clumped the cliff into the highest peak until it stopped down short of the edge. The sea was quiet and we could see the glowing ship below him. On the ship, he saw his horror, faces those he and his men were killed, looking back at him. They were expressionless with eyes, black and wicked, but sharp, wearing up at him. sun slid over the horizon, and the sea faded away from us. Lee, there on the cliff, stood one lone pirate. Six faded away, and the other men, and that day on, the first something something Lee abandoned him, and his son They present. they believed Lee was cursed, and didn't want to share his Destiny had brought a cruel wrath upon him, and as even the islanders feared, clear of him, not one seafarer would give the passage on his boat. For it was believed that we would cause the boat to be dragged down to the bottom of the sea. He was broken, and death after that. Flushed former life, lived like a hermit while wandering around the island. One year later. This grim anniversary, the spectral ship returned in the same manner. Phantom horse rode up from the clutching force to take the pirate passenger once again. Now longing for peace, we climbed onto the shimmering race. They set off towards the Moshe, but this time Mark raged ahead and he case. They did not keep the rocky bread. The first insider became air. But over the waiting ship, floated with full sail and the glowing apparitions of those had met in of his hand were on deck, staring at him, being the ship. All at once, the McComb air plunged deep as the morphous scream of terror permeated through the night air. The glowing ship slowly disappeared. Soon, the stars were only the light, fight that was left to the coast. Captain Lee was once again united <coughs> with the ship, but he had a new crew of the Easter off Horn. Their duty was most likely to sail the captives to torture and for his Of First, he got his wrench. But he did Texas, and sure. I'm glad he did it like full-on frozen tea style oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, That might be pepper. Um, pepper I, wants green. I, I do know. Absolutely. <laughs> I know there's a, they, yeah, there's, there's a couple of water spirits. Um, interestingly, though, in Norway, they can be as like polar as human eyes and stuff. But I, I'm guessing that this particular one is more... No, no, no. Healthy. But, uh, 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 healthy is healthy. Healthy human eyes are another one that... I will say that they're... Oh, there. They are massive. trip. trips. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if I win powerball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but there will be a road trip. I'm left with a better girl probably leaving a couple hours. Man. I'm down. down? <laughs> no. Okay. I, need to I need to fix that, down. I need to fix that, I need to get the real ID. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> All right, your turn. Pleasure to be in, sir. uh Yeah, So our next stop is uh, actually it's not too far away. So um, where we're staying, staying right there on the uh, up there in the northeast. And uh, this is going to be a story about a lonely monument that stretches up from the briny deep, Boston Harbor. Now this monument warns mariners of the rocky reef that it is perched upon. Yet many consider it a marker for those whose souls lie within the crags, hidden beneath the present waves. This is the last vestige of an extinct isle, where the bones of many pirates lie scattered and forgotten. Their fate was sealed by the pen and noose that hung from the scaffold at the highest point of the Rocky Knoll. There are many spirits that still wander here on the full isle that is known by the curious name of Nix's fate. It is believed that Nix's name was. He's name from an incident in 1836 when Captain Nick set sail with his crew. Once at sea, the captain was ruthless and unsympathetic with his band. If he stood beyond his favor, flogging with awful punishment, or a crew member might find himself in the hold as a message to anyone else who went against Nick's absolute authority. At one point, the crew had finally had enough, and a mutiny was raised against the crew. Captain Nix resulting in the captain being viciously murdered in his bunk. During the subsequent investigation, the crew all pointed their finger at the family. Their stories were close enough in detail to convict the sailor, and he was found guilty of murder on the high seas. Punishment was death by hanging. Further swearing his innocence, he was rowed out to the little island where the hangman awaited him. As the noose was slipped around his neck, he began vehemently crying for true justice to be served on the men who carried out the vicious murder. The crowd that had gathered for the hanging was moved by his sincere conviction. They knew that the crew that he was associated with were guiltier than him. Still, the powers that ruled, uh, ruled ordered the powers that ruled ordered the execution. Before he hung from the gallows, he made a final plea. God show that I am innocent. Let this island sink and prove to these people that I have never stained my hand with blood. As his words trailed off and his lifeless body hung from the end of the road. The magistrate thought justice to be done, but it was only the beginning. Many more pirates were hung in the next The dead bodies were then hung on chains and displayed to discourage anyone, from visiting, uh, discourage anyone visiting the city from engaging in piracy themselves. Those bones would fall from the gibbet and into a pile, and the island became a graveyard of terrible remains. Slowly, the water started to diminish the island, and it was noticed that all but the hills where the hangings took place, and the gibbet stood, were all that remained. The old-timers remembered the curse of the first hangman on the island, that vanished, deep, the curse of Mixer's Gate. Today, cries of innocence and mercy permeate the air surrounding the monument where a small island once jutted from the sea. The cries of the pirates gone to the catalog. If you dare, you can row off the marker and listen closely, or look at the surrounding deep waters where the bones of dead pirates fell, claimed only by the elements like of all I would do it up there. It really is just this little tiny... We land out there You mm-hmm. can barely, barely see it down. I think it's going to be a part it. would be hard. Yeah, so it's, it's got to be really close. And there's other little islands out there as well, which, being yeah, at from the wrong angle, they might be hidden behind or even blend in. with will that are out that way. remember Crystal. Yeah, there's a yeah. bit. Cool. Alright, so now we're gonna pop up some names. Uh, and this is uh, the Isle of Shoals. Rocky outcrop, host of Maine in New Hampshire. That's a party the who aren't Literary, far. Literary greats like Isaiah and John Greenley, Julia Baxter have all written about this match. However, um, they also play host to many ghostly fired efforts their ships. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. When the winds prowl and the fog blankets surrounding waters, it's easy to imagine what will be there. Now there are nine islands in all, some belong to Maine and others to New Hampshire. The islands are about 10 miles from Portland. John Smith actually wrote about discovering the, the island in 1680. Of course he did. <laughs> <laughs> But that would soon be changed as settlers moved and gave us their own names. Service settlers were not the only ones to dig that. As many East Coast pirates found that the small islands were subject refuge and course, hiding from villages. The sole residential, was very well being pirates who paid well for their wealth in their families and protection. Some of the pirates even settled down while mm-hmm. islands. While well, many on the way to the Alps, show shoals leaving is a little more difficult, as residual spirits still go the shoals, stores, and coast, for looking for eternal peace and freedom. Philip Babb is one such goat. He lives on Appledore Island, where he was a constable, a butcher. And he was said to be a retired pirate who chose the largest of the shoals for himself. Appledore is blown about mile wide and long. In 1680, the Massachusetts State Colony opposed the tax on the island, and the autonomous islanders fell by dismissing their homes and drawing them across the Shaw Islands. After that, the island became known as body. County. So that's how the cemetery actually. Now, Philip Alp was born in England around 1637, There's little known about the man before he actually lived and on the island. Sold. Here, he and Mary did have children with a Blackberry, but it's his legacy of pre-looting and camping sightings on the isles that he presented for. It's fair to say that Bab's manner describes him as a cool listener character amongst the islanders. Those around him believe that after some trials and tribulations at sea, he settled down for a safer place. He said that this retirement the sea, was likely due to avoid the headwind that claimed so many of them. He was known to wear a heavy brush socks, nice shoes, belt, and he lived on the south side of the island in the top. Documents that he and is another islander dug a massive hole near the coast and that he either found charter there or was digging up one of his previously forgotten game. Whatever the case is, the hole was filled in and no one ever saw what came up faithful one neighbor, his husband. Now he died on March 3rd of sixteen, one, and was buried on Avigor, but had not rested. He still rode the pillow guarding his train. One night an islander was sent to be from the workshop He file a wild form running for towards him. At first he thought it to be an unsavory death by one of his full friends. As the figure grew, uh, grew, Arms. <laughs> the man saw the angry race and then seized the giant knife from his belt and brandish it at the frightened man's face. The man fled to the safety of his home, barely touching the ground. But... <laughs> right? Oh, wicked iron knife. Yeah, I do want to Bye! <laughs> Another dweller on the island saw a figure in the angry man in the moonlight at Bath Coast. He could not make out the form as anyone should as anyone who knew from the island. He called out to the outline uh, to find out what they were doing. The dark shade began to approach the of islander and thought it all, he could hear no footsteps of the gravel path. The silhouette approached it. He then recognized the incarnate in a form as of uh, Philip Bass. He could see the black eyes off it, of which the blistered rocks, the, rock, the in the light of the moon. He shouted at the ghost who then made its way down the path before vanishing to the darkness at the front of the island. There are many more accounts so of the pirates and butchers dancing around the island instead of night. As for the treasure, the great storm of 181 filled in the whole coast guard house down to the with a treasure and supposedly buried. Whether any treasure will sell or if the treasure may still reside under oh, house, no. not in the cave. Prior to this, the two of that, this not seem to, uh, content to rest. Now, for such a, like, small little stretch of islands uh, island out there, yeah. so, well, I mean, so, it is part of the culture of uh, a seaside yeah. town. Yeah. Like, Yeah, uh, It's like 8 to 10 miles off the coast. Yeah. And it's right on the main New Hampshire state. Yeah. So some of the islands are in Maine, some of the islands are in New Hampshire, so like. Island are close enough that you can almost walk across. the state. Yeah, so it's really kind of. a... It looks really cool. I, I have. Yeah, I know they, they do like a various company. Might be worth checking out sometime. Yeah, now that said, <laughs> more goes there. We do want to go ahead and cover it as long as we're there. It's not exactly a pirate tale, but it does fit the pattern of people violence that pirates are most often associated So we're just going to go, throw it. go ahead and throw it in because it's fun. It's fun. I- that wrong. Did Chris get died? <laughs> <laughs> Chris was today, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, no, he doesn't. Oh, be that not I've told him to die a notch. Oh, my goodness. I told him he had to take a flight before. It's, it's so nice. Here I am. <laughs> here I am, smiling <laughs> on my face. I'm all good to go. <laughs> so, anyway, now, this, uh, this next story comes centuries after the passing of Philip. And it was in the early 1900s that the Isle of Shoals were common stops for many of the Guinea boats that hang with the water. The guinea boats consisted of Portuguese and Italian fishermen who sailed up from Boston to reap the bounties of the plentiful waters on the island. These vessels were a familiar sight. They were welcomed and accepted. One night, a crew member on one of the boats favored a bit too much in liquid libations and rowed ashore to seek relics. Trumpet man spotted the wife of an island fisherman and began advancing towards her in a manner, manner most sinister. He immediately accosted her, but the woman would not give in. She fought off the sailor's brutal advances until he pulled out his knife and plunged into her own virgin. He scurried back to his boat. The crew knew something had gone, uh, had gone wrong by the demeanor and the blood. They immediately shoved off the sea, saying nothing to anyone on the the crews of the guinea boats were a very close group. Each one protected the other at all costs. In the meantime, <laughs> the woman's body was discovered and the authorities came to investigate. While the long arm of the law crowded and poked around with all of the the fisherman returned to find his home in an uproar. It was known that he and his wife did not get along. He was prone to have a quick and violent temper and beat his association. That was enough proof that he had killed his wife, even though there was no substantial evidence. The husband was arrested immediately. While preparing the prisoner for transport to the mainland, raging tempest rose out of the north. Travel was impossible, so the group held fast in the fisherman's cottage, waiting on the storm. In full fury of the storm, the fisherman dove through the window out towards the beach and hopped into the door. He escaped Towards the angry surf, only to spy the misty figure vanishing amid the fog and wind, never to be seen again. Several months later, the same guinea goat made port in the Isles and began fishing once again. Instead of a moonlit night, a thick fog overcame the region, blanketing it with a tender trout. Suddenly, the sounds of the sea were shattered by a blood-curdling scream from below deck. All aboard raced towards the agonizing shriek, but were not prepared for what they saw. There on the floor was their fellow crew member laying in his blood. his severed hand wide just inches from the stump of his wrist. They all knew he was the man who had killed the fisherman's wife on the island months ago. During the melee, someone distinctly heard a set of oars locked into the whole into the, uh, the of in the dory, followed by the swishing of water as if someone was rowing away at night. Another crew member swore he saw a figure disappearing into a small boat. and appears the fishermen had returned to get his the finish. The phantom's appetite was not faded that night. Every guinea boat that harbored at the isle met a fin at the same fate. Sinister fog would roll in, soon followed by an unearthly scream as a four innocent fishermen would be found hacked by a mysterious being. One man had a ear locked up, others a foot, and, of course, hands. One unfortunate sailor had his nose removed yeah, by the swipe of a large knife. Another sailor screamed while his eyes were torn from their sockets. Each time the oars would be heard clinking into the dory and the swishing of water as the figure rowed away through the top. Any boats appeared less and less as the dory preyed upon them in a regular succession. Soon the fishing vessels were like those themselves it became a big memory amongst the shoals. No guinea crew dared transgress the curse laid upon them by their fellow crew member on that adult night. As for the Phantom Dory, it is still roaming close to the isles, watching every ship that enters the So, It would be wise to check your heritage before planning a lengthy stay at the island of the shoals. No, no Portuguese, no Italian. Mm-hmm. I Sorry, it. further enough. So other European, yeah. Yep. Hopefully, it keeps our uh, hands and feet and no okay. I kind of like another I mean, I do threaten to cut it off during out. Of hmm. I mean, it makes fun if you. Yeah, I do the witchy kind of. So this one's has an out. Hi. Uh, yeah. Hi Oh uh, that's that's what I um, think. Yeah. yeah. Um uh, bigger closet. Don't Alright. So let's go to another pretty well known uh pirate tale. This is the Lake Hegel in Ocean Born. Whoa. Our lake pirate. Now, Mary Wallace was so not a as pirate well as herself, but her story is still, from beginning to end with pirate. Wedding, wedding gowns, rags, pig houses, and of course, booty. The story begins July 28, 1720. Bow the ship, Wolf, headed straight towards to Boston Harbor, ships filled with Scottish-Irish immigrants heading towards the coast of London, Derry, Ireland, settled in one of the baby future. On the court side of the vessel, is another ship flying fly the flag of a pirate. The wolf is boarded by abandoned looters, including Don Pedro, for handsome and ruthless leader. As Don Pedro's men begin to loot and gather the passengers together, he hears cries from death. With cutlass in hand, he investigates the noise. Only to find Elizabeth Hulton, there has been days pending to While Elizabeth's detective holds her baby, Don Pedro asks, what's She answered, "Doesn't have one." Don Pedro needs to deal with the new parents if they name the baby after his mother Mary. Don Pedro will return all stolen items with the people on the ship. They agreed. Don Pedro baptizes the baby in the name of his mother. mother. The Pearson pirate and his band leave the ship after returning all the taken items to the passengers. But before Don Pedro leaves. The ship completely returns to Elizabeth. The boat of beautiful green of came to Orius. He requests that they make Mary's wedding dress Everett. The wolf made its way to Boston heart, and unfortunately James Colton died soon after. Elizabeth, however, continues on the in there with Mary. Mary grows up to be called beautiful red-headed woman. 1742 Mary, Mary Kate uh, and, of course, she wore that gown based on the green silk as requested. Now, the remnants of this student's dress are still on display to this day a couple of places, one is the New Hampshire Historical Society and Home. The other is at the Libraries of Freedicker and the The couple had five children, four boys and a girl, and legend has it that James Walsh died young and must marry Natera, all five children. In the meantime, Don Pedro had given up his private life and rode up the Pacific River to a parcel of land where his carpenter had built him a beautiful home. Much of the home resembled his family. As it turned out, Don Pedro was actually a English settlement for his Through to the letters of work. These were official letters granted by the government to attack enemy merchant ships. Now still young and prosperous, he settled onto his fast of land and later that later actually became kind of cubes of a Mary's flight and reached him. Some say he actually kept having with her since that peaceful day, and he was her to come with her five children to live with him in his home. He promised he would take care of all of them. Some say he married her, others say he was actually totally the deceased of James Wallace. By the way, Mary took care of him in his home for the rest of the night. At night, a few old friends of Don Pedro came to the him. There was much conversation, and Mary paid them little heed. All of a sudden, she heard a shout and the voice of Don Pedro cursing at the Atlanta. When so she went out back, when she found Don Pedro lying in the yard with a cutlass still in hand. She removed the sword, and before he died, he told her bury him under the purse could always walk out. He also confessed to the whereabouts of his head of the soul and jewels from his life. Mary did as he asked and then lived in the rest of her life in the house. She was 94 years old when she passed away, February 15th of She's buried in ninety percent And her story didn't lie there. Her spirit remains Many people have claimed to have seen a coal red-headed woman in the windows of the old house. People have claimed they have seen her ghost in a special force-drawn carriage moving the house. They believe this once-recorded scene Mary Grace crossing the road in 1917. Louis Raymond's mother purchased the house and opened it to the public for tourism. He claimed Mary's ghost has been present in the house. The uh, captain of the imagination of and the magazine also to soil season with the first pirate treasure. Lewis would tell tales of the rocky the when he descending the stairs in the air and of her saving his life for more than one case. Nineteen thirty eight a hurricane blew through and Lewis noticed the group was playing dangerous. He went out and built some long triggers to support the, the building. When he came back in, his mother asked who had been helping him. But he was such shock, as he said to his mother that he had done the crosswalk alone. Said no. There was a tall red-headed woman in a white gown that had been helped. And his arm talked over the past his house. Harry helped him again when another storm overtook the region. This time he claimed that she saved his life nineteen times during his struggle to hold together the buildings of the town during the Great New Eastern. Day. family helped to well in the home while they in the National School of the Poverty, David and her family. Now, these two had to tear the lingerie on it into his old age and happened to park. During their tenure, the parrot maker's accidentally dropped a teen leader down the stairs, covering the stair and the wall um, with the oil and iron. He ran outside the grab snow to bounce the flames as there was no running water in the house. When he got back inside, the flames were gone. had been walking in the street as she saw the flames quickly die down and colored. Th- they were sure the ghost of Mary Walls had a role in the sun. One visitor came to the house and was greeted by a woman at eight feet higher. She answered the door and stated that the colors were not at home. The guest left to listen to the strength since he did no words and left. Later, to return, guests was informed that no one, like that, can described, which they were working. We found physical For ghosts were still reported to roam the ground in the house, especially the yard. So, dog not is still buried under the fireplace in the house, or so as soon as flame. Any of those vibrations and vibrations? I don't know. others have worked the man's charge, standing in the car. It could be that he is still walking on his feet, and he has also seen PR. Possibly, it was a pretty cash. He'll be married with her name. Jesus. No. I have a gift. You have a gift? Bring it. I go across the road. I need to go across the road. Uh, to get to the other side. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not the end piece to go there. <laughs> no. Other side the other side. Yeah. Beyond the thing. But that will yeah. not make burger anymore. No. No, this, To get to the other side It's definitely funky. Um. <laughs> Another oh Did you take oh how dare, dare you! I don't know. You my You yeah. have the old script right there. Go ahead and look it up. Meantime I will carry on. we are going to actually look at in this story or I can't yeah. I thought it was But what was the pirate show? <laughs> uh, I, I ruined the show tonight. Yeah, it's all Chris's. It's, it's all, all my all. fault. now the only pirate jokes that you guys have are mine. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was raised by a problem with that. I don't keep that one, baby. <laughs> Probably not. Mom, mom's wouldn't. There we go. Although this is, this will be, um, this is being recorded for fun here. Oh. <laughs> it should live on forever. Oh, yeah. At least until uh, Facebook and YouTube are announced. Well, yeah, you know, that could be any time. It could, yeah. Uh, I'm you guys go on TikTok. i get the <laughs> <do you> thousand <laughs> to All right. You're on to the start of scrolling through this. All right. I will carry on. So back up to Maine, we're going to Jewel Island. Jewel is two and it is one of many islands that litter the Casco Bay area of Maine. They were once called the Calendar Islands because it was said that there were 365 land masses jutting from the water.
1: In reality,
0: about 220 have been inventoried, according to the rule that must have one foot above water at all times and have a tree on the landmass. Jewel Island is of blood and treasure, and yes, it is haunted. The island was first settled by a fishing master named George Jewell. He traded gunpowder, rum, and fishing implements for the native Indian tribe to the island and lived there as a recruit before meeting his tent in Boston Harbor. The island is eight miles out from the Portland shoreline and made it a sought-after place for pirates. Today it is a state-owned property with designated campus trails. There are also two World War II towers standing 60 to 80 feet tall on the property. Some of the permanent pictures here are centuries old, dating back to the island's earliest days, being inhabited, Many pirates have visited these islands in centuries past, perhaps none are better known than Caffey's Pitt. He's said to have buried some treasure on the island during his pirating days. and even though he passed away centuries ago, he will come by to check up. A man, George Bigney, uh, procured a map supposedly drawn by Captain Kidd. George was from St. John in Brunswick, and he came to the island in search of the treasure in 1860. At the time, a less than scrupulous man named Elijah Jones lived on the island, and somehow they hooked up in saving partners. Soon, Jones was rich, and the other man was nowhere to be seen. When questioned about George, Jones told people that they were unsuccessful and he had gone home. Trace folks wandered out to the island where they found a large hole on the south cove with a square imprint of a great chest at the bottom. From then on, people began to see a hideous human form with glaring green eyes and blood from its mouth whenever they came towards that area. The islanders is even poured lamb's blood around the spot in order to exercise the demon that they believed Joan, George, and on Earth during their thunder. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, the and yeah, and- you know, answer your own questions. i So Why, why I have me here? <laughs> <laughs> so, where's who? You want veal? Oh, Lander, or delicious. Also, it's Lander. as a baby bunny, but you we know. don't Anyway. <laughs> I'm sure I'm and I just... Kind of have <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> Anyway. <laughs> The horror did not confine itself to the coast. Jones' home was prone to screams and moans permeating the midnight air. Windows and glassware would smash to pieces in front of Sun. <laughs> <laughs> this house was forever a haven for hell. Jones lived into his older age and died in the late 1800s. Some said that he was a pirate and rum smuggler during his life. As for being a killer, a farmer stumbled upon a skeleton wedged into a cravat while found his land. Older locals recognized the distinctive ring on the bony hand with the initials G V is that of George Digney. For O'Reilly is no longer seen after that, but the area still reverberates with an interminable taunt. As one walked by the site where the treasure was found, peculiar in length and creepy groans emanated from the boat. One can hear the sounds of shovels digging in the sand, echoing through the sea air, and sending a chill down the breaks of time. But who are the phantom diggers? Are they, origi- are they the original pirates of Italy, or are they George and Jones destined to live out the grim events of that night when the treasure was burnt? The ghosts of seven other pirates are said to roam the island as well. and Bonnie was reported to have been buried stashed on the island. And after her men finished the task, she killed them with her pistols and cufflinks. Some frightened visitors to the isle have seen ghosts of the murdered men wandering into the wooded area in the shoreline. Seven graves with small markers were discovered in the 1960s. That's their final resting spot the bandits the bandits. remains. Now, as long as we're here, we do want to note some of the other spirits that seem to be lingering on New Island. We did mention the World War II towers earlier, during World War II, Jewel Island was one of the islands used for, the garrison, used for garrisons of the Navy. There are gun batteries and tunnels where the remnants of a fort once stood, holding vigil over Castle Bay. Margaret Newland played on the remains as a young girl in the 1970s. In 1977, she was 15 and was wandering along the trail by the old fort when a chilling spectacle greeted her. She turned into a tunnel that led to a gun platform when she suddenly heard voices coming from the ducks through the gunnery. At first she assumed it was other hikers on the old court, so she called out to them, but there did not receive her reply back. As she stood a few yards from the entrance of the tunnel, she saw three figures in old uniforms and helmets emerge from the tunnel. One even more spectacled than were reminiscent of the 1930s or 1940s. They approached her as if she did not exist. She stood there, frozen in fear as the soldiers, meandered by her and faded before her eyes. She rushed back to her family to tell them of her experience. They did not believe her that day, but as more and more reports and sightings of the ghostly crew still men in the fort came forward, they realized she may have been telling the truth after all. No one knows who the soldiers are yet there were at least 500 soldiers stationed at the fort during the war. Perhaps there are more than, more than the three that mustered fall off on to do it? Yes. With my combination of Philip Babb and San Pedro, some of the stories say that San Pedro was still a bad but the family member had that? Yes. If I don't need to go for yes. well, a example of the Red Pirate Roberts passed off. That is Red Pirate Roberts Bride, are familiar. Uh, Princess. I like Francis. I put that in there specifically <laughs> for me. Just out. Yeah, how rude. <laughs> like, actually, how rude. <laughs> now, uh, Phantom diggers was a phrase that was just said. Yeah. Um, that's a good band name. It would, be a, it name. would be a great yeah. band name. Um, I would want them to be a jazz band So, and It'll yeah. We already asked, we have the bombers holding down the uh, zombie zombie surf rock market. Yes, yes, we do. I love them. They're sure. amazing. If you guys don't know about the Embalmers, you really should. Come they're on uh, Instagram. They're, yeah. they're on Instagram, more so than Facebook, but they are on both. And, uh, well, it's, yeah, they're coming up on their busy season. Stick it around. They're playing this shows. Yeah, they're playing museum all the time. Yeah, all the time. Uh, they played a show at the ranch museum earlier this year on Friday the 13th, and uh, they regularly play the breweries and whatnot around the town. They're going to be at um, pumpkin fest or whatever over on uh, by Scott position next month. We're going to be doing I'm sorry, pumpkin fest. What something like that? I might be might be the wrong. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the one I have not been to. When <laughs> is this? What? We would not No, We don't I would like Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Well, remind me of this, because I like pumpkins a lot. It's on Facebook. There's Facebook. Well, guys. they can have a Facebook, but I'm also ADHD. i forget. Okay. <laughs> well. Yeah. There we go. I'll just have to listen to this whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's put that and stay in line. <laughs> Sorry. They are on it, though. Yeah. We'll this. yeah. Okay, but it's, like, 20 degrees up. All right, so, of course, Salem is now mostly for its switches as a trials, but, um, yeah, it's just a ghost of heart too. Uh, Captain Mark Walford resided in a small and kept by deacon Hezekiah There's
1: <laughs> the captain
0: resembled more of an inhuman spectacle than not. His sunken eyes, and bushy brows were the only access to his fang-like incisors that protruded from his upper lip. The yeah, port, even though his burly seafare hair could not match the portly appearance excluded by the man, yet he was known to be pious and respectful. His garb was plain, and he was always punctual at sunday right now. He was heard night after night leaving his quarters and the ship, the Noah's Dove, was being fitted to sail to for a long journey. The deacon didn't carry much over the late night coffee to so sweep The rent paid and finished the food. Oh, the ship was ready and Captain Walker called everyone who was to sail aboard. It was Friday. With the mariners, as we've spoken of before. That's a day of rest. It's bad luck to come forth on the Friday. Captain was undaunted by such a foolish notion as planned. Then he had taken the passage on board, bound for England to see the family. which included a young married couple of a strange. No one had seen him before. The man had introduced himself and his bride and sister in the suit of Walter's family. Relatives staying behind became apprehensive couple might be minions with of the devil. Upland, where they reached a high sea. Farewell party turned into a forbidden city with sights to the journey. Upon entering the deck of the ship, the security took one glance at the captain and stated on the her husband took a blow deck, and the crowds grew more tense with the incident. They also could not help but to notice that the Noah's job was more than adequately equipped for defense against a possible attack in time. Six guns tore the muskets and four of enough left seeing that the ship was ready, ready for the work of a privateer. The captains unclosed the sails and two more strange and the men jumped aboard the ship to aim the the... The Raven landed on the town clock at this exact time. This was the final moment. The villagers dead. the one they had in the but no one do have. The great gust of wind tore the ship from her moorings and cast her off. Cheerful villagers watched as the ship sailed into the horizon. Good. The wind that started the journey grew in intensity. Like morning, it was raging, tempest, Streets covered on the land in the sea for three days. Hail, lightning, fire, thunder opposed the to her. Death and devastation were imminent. The storm became known as the Gale of Sixteen. On the fourth day, these calm, sun, The villagers looked to the sea for signs of the shipwreck. They would see no evidence. The villagers were sure the storm had taken their loved ones and blamed it on the strange passengers. Just as the sun set, a shout was heard from the rocks above. Someone had spotted a ship on the horizon. The whole village rushed to the shore to see the glowing ship appear in the distance. As it came toward Salem, the Mariners pointed out that the wind was blowing away. Herbert, ship bore down on them as it came, and as it grew closer, people could tell it was the village. It was dark now, the ship load as this bright light in the heavens and spotted her, and was keeping her a list as bright as a godfire. The reverend, the seven-dying heaven, all from the good soldiers to pray for the count, that it may find peace in heaven. It's the prayer of the ship, the rat glowing like foes of the black has have for mercy and health and the mercy Villagers saw their ship melt before their eyes and their loved ones disappear. No so one knew exactly what happened to the Noah's dove until years later. An old man with this stature and character came to the cliff. He made friends, but was mostly were recluse. On his deathbed, he summoned the clergy and told them that he was Walter Severn, man who had sailed on the ocean out at sea, the raging tempest brought an end that, with a bolt of lightning, kept the mast, burned the ship to water's edge with only 10. He and his wife were the only survivors of the crew fast with the car until they had been sighted by another ship heading for him. Two months later, they sailed for England. His wife unfortunately took ill and died shortly thereafter. He then sought the passage back to Salem. Captain of the Nell's was indeed a pirate who had worked under the South Coast. Life could witnessed. Captain Paul killed her father in South witness. Even though he had been a man of pursuit, he had been determined to bring his captain safely to their destination. C.S. That is it <laughs> <good> for tonight. <laughs> I have not covered half the book that I got these. Oh my. There's many, many so we mean, pirates. So that's We've pirates of the East Coast. Yeah, which it, right. sh- it should have actually called it that. So okay. it basically all this was pirates So the will have Pirates of the Caribbean. Probably. Yeah, okay. um, now, yeah I not know. Hmm. No, how did he go? You could always be ghosts in the Caribbean. Yeah. So, now, well, while we were busy arguing about a joke, Patrick, <laughs> did, Patrick did chime in with some pirate jokes. Oh, oh okay. wonderful. Let's hear So, how do pirates know that they are pirates? Okay. I do this one. What's up? They think before they are. Ah. Hold okay. Why don't pirates shower before they walk the plank? Okay. Because they'll just wash up on shore later. <laughs> what does the pirate say when his legs get stuck in the freezer? Jeremy <laughs> Oh, okay. How did the pirate get his Jolly Rogers cheap? <laughs> he bought it on sale. <laughs> What does the pirate, or excuse me, what does the ocean say to the pirates? What? Nothing. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you. I got one. I got one One more. Um, Pirates have earrings. How much much do you think those those piercings (laughs) cost? here a, a Buccaneer. Buccaneer. <laughs> oh, they get infected. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. All right, so next time... What are we doing this time? Deep to hell. Yo. Yo. So- yeah, we're taking a little bit of a head and turn on this next Sam time. and Sam Winchester, I will be in that. that you guys will all see it. <laughs> <laughs> so we will make it appearance off Oh, my God. Okay. I think this Gates to hell, portals something like that. It's yeah. hell health, gates. It's gonna be about well, gates to hell. There'll also be some like hell cult stuff in there. It's, it's gonna be the it's kind going to the of to show, the same show. It's gonna be the kind of show that'll have us bursting into flames or I'll have the freak next door knocking on our door or something. <laughs> like that. Well you know, I'll be wearing my I head. <laughs> And what of the is, we live in Church Hill, we're surrounded by churches. It's a delightful neighbor. Father so. Nick said he's so blessed with his family. He did it. <laughs> it. It's good to make friends with Father Nick. I, I people just love know. that you told me how the church people were all concerned because you didn't have your cell phone. Oh, I know. The oh, church. I heard my <laughs> decorations were like, oh, that's yeah. Oh, I guess it's time to go. <laughs> so. they, they have been missing my skeletons. As you can see, the new one's the lights. Right, right over here. <laughs> the skeleton army grows. Nice. So, yes, yeah, decorations started going up on um, Saturday. They started going up late Saturday. And then it rained. And then it rained. So, we'll, so we just have a bunch of lights up, but there will be more decorations coming in soon. Later the bathroom. 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 So, lights so the bathroom. Yeah, they're they Lulu has been bothered this entire time. Have had second concerns? Did you Yeah, Lulu has been severely bothered. Here is the Yeah, so that's going to be our next show in two weeks, which hopefully at that point in time we will have um, some exciting news to share with you about October events. Yep. And then in October we doing creepy dolls number three. As, a, as in previous years, there will only be one show in October because October is really for, for us. So it's we, it busy Like, busy. like of all the months we've seen October is a busy Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, granted, this okay. summer, we, we might have given it a rough first night this summer by running seven nights. Oh, my goodness, so It was great. Oh, it was great. I'm so tired. Our, 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 next, our next summer schedule is mm-hmm. pretty much already ready to go. Yeah, no. For real, I didn't hate it. No, um, I liked it. I was happy we were able to do that. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm just really tired uh, Yeah, I mean, it's exhausting for sure. But yeah, dude. Um, I know what we do? I know what will we do? So come, come, watch us do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come am watching on Discord. Yeah, 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 sure. We. Oh, oh, one thing we can. Okay. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, yeah, so, um, all right, well, we are still doing tours on Friday and Saturday, so you can sign up for public tours Fridays and Saturdays this month. Next month, we will be coming back with Wednesday through Sunday, um, so we'll have tours going five nights a week in October. Um, the first uh, first full weekend, seven and eight, are technically already full out, um, so we don't have any availability there, and other tours are starting to fill up quickly so we encourage you to book fairer than later. And if you look on our schedule, far enough down, on Wednesday, October 19th, we are premiering a brand new tour. And he's doing I'm it. I'm giving it. He's going to be giving you you it. You guys can see my face it's when you come. It's <laughs> going to be creepy tales on campus. And the reason why we're calling it creepy is because it's not all this stories. There's two further stories in there. Yeah, but it's got the vibes, though. Oh, and, uh, it does. So, uh, so, uh, so, yeah. so yeah, a lot of spooky stuff, mostly spooky stuff. But there's two straight up murder, murder stories that are going to be shared. And uh, <laughs> this is uh, this is basically all is about um, stuff that took place in uh, the area that is now the Monroe Park campus. So uh, BCU Monroe Park campus. If you've been here to Richmond, you might know that BCU is the university. I I yeah, shopping. So I got excited because um, we are, like, we do this tour blocks away from the famous Christian pizza. Now, if you guys have been young or students in VCU, you have gotten Uh, although, we probably should still drop a, uh, just to give them that heads up, um, because yeah. they might be curious. Yeah, they get, they, they're, they're, they're vigilant. Yeah. That's the word for yeah. it. So. And we'd just like to let them know, hey, by the way, this is starting, this is where we're going to be. Just Good. so you know, this is sold out. <laughs> Wait, when, when, <laughs> when you see us on security cameras, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, looking forward to that. It's gonna be a lot of fun. And yeah, I think that's all we can announce for now. As we said, there's gonna be a lot more coming up in the next couple of weeks. We'll talk about it all on our next show. And well there will also be intermittent announcements in the between now and then as well. That's the announcement I was excited for. Obviously I'm excited for that one other announcement at the very end. but this 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 is so I'm so freaking ready, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was working on the numbers, of you today. I was, too. <laughs> I have all the cards for my pocket. <laughs> and I'm, I looked flops and I'm like, okay, we don't have to study in again. I was totally going to come in today and get a few yeah, thing. I will later. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, anyway, we on Barbara Lander Show Power fifteen in. We good, good job. Yeah, you did. <laughs> we, we love chit chatting and all that good stuff. So anyways, thank you all for joining us tonight. We'll look forward to seeing you again in a couple of weeks. And as always, if you have questions, comments, concerns. Ideas. religious conflict. I have no ideas, ideas. Are you are running out of ideas. No, yeah. so, yes. we have um, a run of ideas. But I, don't, I never mind as we up Oh yeah, honey, uh, like, <laughs> I, mean, I, well, I, I have I have a paper on it. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good Night. I'm Waving. I don't know why I'm waving. Because you can't. All right. What's that, we will catch you all in two weeks. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I think so. That sounds great. Sounds great. All right. <laughs> that's a date. You got it all right, right there. there. Oh god, I got it. I got it. Good no, night. I, I don't know how to read, right. read that. I don't know why I was doing anything. Hi, Good night. <laughs> You're still on.